Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Shout hallelujah unto your name. Father, let your name be glorified in, the, in our midst, O oh Lord. We give you praise. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Church, I want us to do one thing. Let us shout as we have just, you see, we sang it with everything. We will shout. We sang it. Now let's do it. Let's act it. Let's shout. I'm going to count one, two, third one. I want you to shout with every cell in your being. Let the police come over. Say we are making too much noise. One, two, three. same time the walls of Jericho was brought down when the people shouted. The Bible uh, it, it, it talks a lot about with a loud voice we made a joyful noise. You know we are shouting unto the Lord giving him praise. Amen. Amen. With every cell in our being, we say, Lord, you deserve everything that we have to praise you with. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, we've been talking about, can a believer be cursed or not? Amen. On the first... Siri, I talk about who, you know, we're talking about a genuine believer, a sincere believer. We're not talking about somebody that goes to church. They're not believers. There is a, you know, we need to understand this because if we're not careful, you find yourself so-and-so is going through so much issue and perhaps there is a curse operating in that individual life and you think, well, he's a Christian. No, he's not a Christian. He just goes to church. To, 
There are curses. The curses that you can't, the, 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 the series is you cannot be cursed if you are a believer. Yeah? If you're a genuine believer, and we, we did this series, we, we, you know, we were talking about it, that you have been redeemed. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Yeah. Um, things that a curse is, a, a, if somebody can pronounce something in your life or on your life and it affects you negatively, that's a curse. There are curses which are like generational curses. There are ancestry curses, um, which especially we Africans, um, that we have, some of us have inherited from our ancestors. Now, when you become a believer, Christ has redeemed us. If you are born again, you are a new creation, old things has passed away, including all those. Amen. And so you have been redeemed from all the curses, no matter what it is, you have been redeemed as a true believer who is a true believer, someone that has genuinely given their life to Christ. And I'm not, you know, I use the word genuinely because, or sincerely, because there are some that are not. Are, are, are you with me? There are some that are not. But if you are really standing up and say, I'm a child of God, no matter, we're not talking about you having problems in life. That's not what we are talking about. We're not talking about somebody being weak in, in the fleshly side. Somebody who can't help themselves gossiping. Somebody that can't help themselves doing wrong things. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about curses that um, somebody, you know, in some family, when they get to 40, 45, death is knocking at their door. Do, do you understand? And that's a, sometimes it's a curse. Sometimes it's something that is in the family that has that is going on and on if you become a believer you take authority over those things and say hey you have come this far no more but you have to stand by faith see you have to you have to stand by faith you have to identify Whatever that it is that you need to deal with. And you see, there's a fine line here. If you are born again, you're a new creation. All things has passed away. Those things don't, shouldn't have effect over you. But when you see those signs, if you don't take your stand, you understand? If you don't take your stand, if you don't step up by faith, and say, shush, 
There you stop and no more. And then confess that I am a child of God. None of these things has effect over me. I'm a new creation. If you don't stand up in faith and do that, you can find yourself wanting. Do you understand? The enemy, don't, although he doesn't have that right, yet he will try. If you give him a place, he will come in. Born again or not born again. Yeah? Praise the Lord. Um, so, let's look at Exodus 15. I will read from 25. So, he cried out to the Lord. Continue. So, he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them and said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on which I have brought onto the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. Amen. The scripture says that, I, I want you to listen carefully. You see, this is just like um, um, Deuteronomy 28. You see, Deuteronomy 28, it talks about um, it talks about blessings and curses. But listen, the law says, if you obey, if you follow my statutes, if you do what I'm telling you to do, and you do them, then you will not suffer. Okay? The same as Deuteronomy 28, blessings and curses. If you obey, you are blessed. If you don't, if you disobey, you are cursed. Okay? So, sickness, this is what I want us to, to pick up. You see, in Genesis, in Genesis 3, when um, Adam and Eve disobeyed God, there was, the Lord cursed the ground. I think Genesis 3, 27 or 26. The Lord cursed the ground. All right? And the fall of Adam brought forth curses. The whole creation in, can you read Romans 8, uh, Romans 8.22? Quickly, please. Romans 8.22. Mm -hmm. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Amen. Amen. So the whole creation is groaning. All right? And I want you to pick up this. Because of the fall, sickness came into the world. 
until the fall, Adam and Eve were healthy. They didn't have a headache. They didn't have migraine. They didn't have stomach bug. They didn't have nothing. After the fall, sickness came into the world. So, sickness is not a blessing. Amen? And God does not put sickness upon us. You say, well, we just read that. He said, I'll put all these sickness that I don't put on the Egyptians from. Yeah, it's the same as Deuteronomy 28. If you obey, you don't get sick. If you disobey, you get that sickness that the devil, Satan, has brought upon this land will come upon you. If you, dis if you obey, you have the protection. If you disobey, you don't have the protection. Are you with me? God does not do evil. Praise the Lord. And so, with that in mind, we need, you know, the scripture says that I am the Lord that heals, that healed thee. I'm the Lord that heals. So God is in the business of healing. Amen? He wants to heal us. If you're sick, you, you can ask God to heal you. Or you should ask God to heal you. You know, in, in the Old Testament... And I, I did a diagram that the Jew, through Abraham, Abraham came out of the family of the Gentiles and was not under the curse of, of the fall. And I said that that is why the Hebrew women, um, Pharaoh midwives said, well, these Jews are different. Before we can get to them, they've already had a baby because they were not un under the, the multiplication of the, uh, uh, of the curse that came upon the woman. Are you with me? And in this um, scripture, we, we see um, um, Psalm 107. Oh, no. Um, 105, verse 37. 105, 37. Psalm 105, 37. Mm -hmm. It's here. Amen. He also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribes. Amen. Amen. So he brought them, this is the Israelites coming out of Egypt. Remember, they are Abraham's family. They are not under the curse. You cannot be cursed and be blessed. When God took Abraham out of the, uh, out of, of, of the Gentile race, he took Abraham out of the curses. And therefore, Abraham was blessed. Amen? And you see, his his family, 
That's what we're talking about. That's what the psalm is talking about. Thank you. His family, Abraham's family, that's the Jews. God took one man and made that one man a nation. That family, the Bible says, when they walk for 40 years in the wilderness, there was none feeble among them. They, they, you know, they never stumbled. They never fall. They, they never decayed. They were not weak. That's what feeble means. If they were not weak, it means that those that were 40, when the Lord took them out of Egypt, got to 80 and they were not weak. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, those that were 60, that God took them out of Egypt, they were clocking their hundreds and there was none weak among them. The Bible says that their clothes did not turn on them. Their shoes did not wear out. As how they were when they came out of Egypt after 40 years, they were the same. Hallelujah. That is people that are not under a curse. That is people that the curse of the world is not, has not affected them. The whole world is suffering. The world is waiting for its redemption. The Bible talks about we believers are waiting for our redemption of this body. To be clothed with a new body. I want you to see that the world that we live in is cursed. But we are the same way that the Jews, God took Abraham. And Abraham was blessed and lived at the age of 99 before Abraham began to have children. Can you see it? It's not, it's not, it, can you see how blessed Abraham was? See, God is able to make everything work. Everything that nature, because of, you know, whatever it is that, that is not functioning, God is able to cause it to function. And Sarah, at the age of uh, 90, was it 98 or 90? Also brought forth a child. This are a group that has, are not under the curse. And it's the same thing, to, the same way that God delivered Abraham and blessed him is the same way that God has delivered us Amen. and blessed us. The only difference is, this, the only difference is Abraham received the blessing by believing and we, as Christians, it's not good enough just going to church. You have to walk by faith. You have to believe the word of God. 
when, when it looks all gloom, you have to speak the word of God and change that situation. That is how you as a believer can walk curse-free. Amen. You see, Gen- um, Psalm 107, verse 20. 107, 20. Read Psalm 107:20. Yeah. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Amen. Amen. So, you know, this is a prophetic um, word concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. He sent his word. Christ is the word. And Jesus came and healed us from all our, what? Destruction. Anything that will cause us to stumble. See, we are on our way to our Father in heaven. But anything that will cause us to stumble, Jesus came and delivered us from it. Including all sickness. Including all sickness. Thank you, Jesus. See, Satan is the author of sickness. He's the one that brought sickness on this land. He's the one that caused us to stumble. And if we will believe, then we will not suffer the sickness that the enemy has brought upon us, then we will be curse-free. In Job chapter 2, verse 7. Job chapter 2, verse 7. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. So Satan... Strike Job, brought sickness on Job. So Satan is the one that brings sickness on our, on our body. Luke 13, 16. Luke 13, 16. So, uh, so ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years be loosened, from this bond on the Sabbath. Amen. Satan has bound for how many years? 18 years. We just want to lay down sickness. It's not part because there are some that will say, well, maybe God's trying to teach you something. Maybe God is trying to get you to slow down. Maybe you've done this. Maybe... You know, that's not God. God does not strike us with sickness. God does not bring sickness on our body. Any sickness that comes upon you, you need to understand that's the work of the enemy. Praise the Lord. 
And you need to stand on your ground and believe God for your healing. Sometimes you can believe God for your healing without any medication. And sometimes you have to be on the medication and be believing God that you will get better and come off medication. Amen? Brother Hagen paid for people their medical bills because people were talking about he doesn't believe in medical healing. No, he believes in it, all right. But he says it. Whilst you are getting, you know, don't, don't believe God without medication and die. Because maybe your faith is not up to there. But whilst you are building your faith up, get, get on the medication. Are you with me? That's wisdom. He sent his word to deliver us. He sent his word to, to heal us. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were obsessed by the devil, oppressed by the devil, for God was with them. Amen. Amen. So, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness is of the devil. James 1.17. James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Amen. So would you say healing is a good gift or it's a bad gift? And every good gift comes from above, comes from the Father. And he's not a respecter of person. He does not prefer to heal one and not the other. The criteria is your faith. We get healed when we believe God. Amen? We get, our, we get healed when we believe God. And, and the mechanism of faith is what we sometimes struggle with. When we pray, and the prayer I'm talking about is speaking the word. You see, when you speak the word... That means that that situation is taken care of. You must, you must change your location from looking at a situation and then preparing yourself. How do you prepare yourself? You prepare yourself by meditating on the word of God that promise you 
what you are looking for. If you're looking for financial breakthrough, you need to have God's promise regarding financial breakthrough. And you continue to speak that word to yourself that is meditating on the word of God. You get to a place where you become fully persuaded that that word is going to be true or is truth in your life. Then you speak that word to that situation and say, Lord, you are my source. You have promised me that you will do this. And so in the name of Jesus, I call this done. Now, when you say that here, you need to relocate over here. That now, it is by faith. I have already prayed. Now, I am walking by faith regarding that situation. So, I no longer need to pray. When you prayed, God heard you. Hallelujah. And if he had heard you, then he has done it. Well, you say, I haven't seen the situation change. That's what faith. Through faith and patience. Faith has the element of waiting. Enduring. And so, when you are waiting, how you conduct yourself will make all the difference. How you conduct yourself will either tell anyone that you are in faith or you are out of faith. Do you panic? Because maybe the situation is escalating. Doesn't change God. Just because the situation is escalating... It does not change what you have said to that situation. They may roar, but you have spoken to God. Chill and relax. Chill and relax and trust God. Walk by faith and not by sight. You see, by sight, you see the situation escalating. But if you turn your back and you look up to God, you see that the old man is in charge. You know, he gave Joseph a promise. (laughs) From where Joseph was when the promise was made, man, the guy got down to absolutely nothing. Even in prison. God has spoken, and we must obey. This written word is God's spoken word. If we would trust him, what he has said, he watched over his word to cause it to happen. He watched over his word. 
And you see, remind him, instead of praying, remind him of his word. That's what they did in the book of Acts. They said, now, Lord, you are the one that said this. You are the one. And now, look, they are threatening. Look at their behavior. So, quote the word of God. That's why it is so, so important. A believer that does not know the word has no faith. You can't have faith because your faith should be in the word. So church, we are believers. We are not under a curse. But we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, Psalm 103, 1 through 5. Psalm 103, 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Okay, thank you. He, the, listen to me carefully. The Bible says that we should not forget his benefits. Can you put that on there again? Verse, is it verse 2? And you see, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his, can you see, benefits in plural? Benefits in plural. God has blessed us. And he's not just blessed. You see, everything um, Peter talks about, God has given us all spiritual um, uh, blessings in heavenly places. But it's not just spiritual blessing. He has given, like he blessed Abraham. Abraham was blessed physically and spiritually. He said, look out there and look at the stars. This is how your, 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 you know, your generation, the, the stars... Your, your people will be, will be uncountable. And the stars represent the spiritual blessing that God blessed Abraham in, 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 in souls. Amen. In souls, us, you and I are still part of that Abraham blessing through Christ. And then he says that the sand of the seashore. That's how your, 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 your people are going to be uncountable. And you cannot count the Jews in numbers, physically. You can't count them. So that's how God blessed Abraham. And God has given us blessings... And not just spiritual, that we are saved, 
born again, we are going to heaven. No, he wants to bless us on this planet earth. But seek the kingdom of heaven first and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. Church, I want to encourage you. Let us not turn it the other way around. Let's not seek the blessings first and then do the other spiritual. Let's do the spiritual. And if we do the spiritual, the blessings will automatically follow us. It will run after us. The blessings in plural. Benefits. Benefits. All right. Let's just look at it. Verse 3. And I'm rounding up. Who forgive all your iniquity. That's blessing. Benefit one. Who forgive all your iniquity. Blessing one. Who heals all your disease. Blessing two. Next. Who redeem your life from destruction. Blessing three. Who crown you with love and kindness and tender mercies. Four, five, who satisfy your mouth, praise the Lord, who satisfy your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Talking about satisfying your mouth with good things. The other day, I made ammonia. And I enjoyed it so much. The Lord satisfied my mouth with good things. So, I want to encourage you, church. See, when I say that, the, the reason why I say that, you know, is you, you, need, you need to have an inner peace. You need to have an inner peace. Which is not based on what you have or you don't have. That inner peace is peace with the Lord. And you have the assurance that the Lord is with you. And more and more is very cheap food. It's only when you people like is when they don't have enough money to make the gravy and and all this, then they do the ammonia. Back home, it's kind of similar. But I I love it. You know why? Because when I was a child, I only I was only getting three pence to go to school. And the ammonia was the was cheaper, so I buy that, and that will fill me up. And I got you, and I love it. But I, I, am I making sense? Do you get what I'm trying to get across to you? 
to have that peace, you can't be following what somebody else is. No, so, uh, Solomon said you can't be following the Joneses. You know, but be at peace with yourself. Be content with what you have. And, you know, they, 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 I, they, let me tell you something, and I, I finish. The greatest strength you will have as a believer is to not be in competition with someone else. That is the greatest strength you will have not to be in competition with someone else. Run your own race and know and finish your course with joy. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, with all the benefits that we will ever need. We have more than enough. Some people are going through, you know, book of Thomas, book of this and book of that and that and that and, and going through and more revelation here and there. My God, you haven't even finished the Bible yet. You're looking for some more. Some of them is just pride. But please, serve God with a sincere heart. This thing is real. Jesus is coming soon. And we wait for our trumpet to be sound. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as I have trust you for a chance to speak, we pray, Lord, that these ones that have heard your word, Lord, they will be encouraged in their walk with you. That whatever situation they face, it is not a curse, but they need to stand up and trust you that you will carry them through in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.